What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here today. As you can see from the title, I just turned 30. I turned 30 actually a month ago on the 6th, September 6th, 93. And okay, you know what? First of all, I have to say that I spent my entire 29th year of life saying that I was I was going to turn 30 this year. So I I never said I was 29 years old. And I was at, I think I was at like a prenatal visitor or something. And um, the nurse asked me like, oh, how old are you? And I was like, oh, I'm turning 30 this year. And she was like, hey, don't like, you know, say you're 29, like claim that you're 29. And I just started laughing. And then when I thought about it, I was like, I think I've just been saying like, I'm turning 30 this year because um, I'm like mentally preparing myself (laughs) And I like basically skipped saying that I was 29 for like a whole entire year. So looking back, I kind of regret that. But yeah, I don't know why I did that. I think I think it's because, you know, we, we're we all raised or maybe in society. I don't know that 30, especially like when I was younger, that 30 is like the end of the world or like the end of your youth. So I, I was just like mentally preparing myself. But I will say turning 30 does not hurt. And it's actually been amazing. So like most people, um, when I was 21, I thought that bas- like 30 was basically it. Like it was the end. And when I was 30, I was going to be married with like three kids and had my career and basically just coasting until um, until I die, <laughs> which is not the case at all, obviously. But yeah, I don't I, I, I think this is a really good converse, like conversation to have with other people who just turned 30 because I wonder what makes us think that, you know? Um, but I also, my mom was also super young when she had me. My mom was 21 when she had me. So I, I grew up with having like a really young mom. And I noticed like amongst my friends who has parents that had them when they were a little bit older, maybe like late 30s or 40s turning 30 for them wasn't that big of a deal. Like they didn't take it on um, as like hard or as serious or however you want to call it than um, a lot of my other friends who had parents who were younger. So I don't know. I feel I feel like there's a correlation there, but maybe because like they can see that you can have kids when you're when you're older. Because for me, when I was younger, I was like, oh, yeah, like by the time I'm 27, I'm definitely going to have at least one or two kids, you know, and I and I didn't have my first kid until I was 29, like 30 years old. So. But overall, honestly, turning 30, um, it's felt like closure for all of like the shit I've ever felt guilty or ashamed of or honestly just plain dumb as hell for doing in my 20s. (laughs) And it was like a it felt like a real for real, for real, like healthy, mutual breakup from a relationship that has like basically ran its course, you know, like that's really what turning 30 has felt like for me. Because like my early 20s, I spent doing anything and everything to like not think about my problems, you know, like I, I I didn't know it in like the time that I was doing it. Right. Like I wasn't conscious or aware of what I was doing, but I was like partying. I was doing drugs. I was drinking a shit ton. Like I was drinking my ass off. I was like having sex with like random people. People was being in the club and then uh, instantly regretting it. Like there was never a time in my early 20s when I got when I like went out got fucked up and woke up the next day and was like oh my god like I had such a good time you know like it was always like oh my god what did I say what did I do like 
oh, who did I see? Like, did I look okay? Like it was always constant anxiety of how I was perceived or like maybe somebody was going to see me doing something dumb and like judge me. And it was just like that a lot of the time, you know? And then I would feel so anxious or so like depressed that I would go out again that night and just repeat the process. And it was just, it was really honestly a dark time. Like I have fond memories because obviously like there were really funny moments and like good memories with like really good friends, but a lot of it internally was really dark. And that was like almost instantaneous, right? Like that was that day, that night. But then I spent like the later, like the like the ha- other half of my 20s feeling so much regret for all the stuff that I did in my early 20s. Um, and that's just not like a place where you want to be, you know, I don't think anybody wants to live like that. And I just felt so much like guilt and shame and embarrassment, you know, like when I was 27, 28, just looking back and be like, dang, I should have, could have, would have, you know, I shouldn't have done that. I could have done this. Like if I knew what I know now and, and even living like that was exhausting, you know, living in, um, just in constant regret, constant regret for how I could have acted. And it was, it was still anxiety. I mean, it wasn't as acute. It wasn't as like serious. Like I didn't feel like, you know, crawling out of my body every single day, but I still live with like memories of like how dumb I acted. And, and it really didn't hit me until honestly, like maybe this past year that nobody gives a fuck. (laughs) It didn't hit me to like, you know, like I think that I, I was preaching it. I think that I definitely was saying things like, oh yeah, like to other people, nobody cares. Don't worry about it. Just do you, you know? But inside, I cared. And I always thought that people were thinking about all the times that I was acting dumb. And honestly, nobody is. Like, there, I, I do have a few really good friends that bring up things once in a while from the, you know, the days when I was like shrooming my ass off and like doing stupid shit. And I used to feel really, really, really embarrassed. Like, I used to be like, oh my God, shut up. Like, don't talk about it. I don't want to hear it. But now it's like, oh yeah, that happened, you know? And it's very neutral. It's like, yeah, that happened. Like, yeah, that was, that probably wasn't like the smartest thing to do, but I don't feel embarrassed anymore. And I think that like, it really is because I can see that version of myself as separate from who I am today, right? Like I, for so long, I still identified to the 22 year old Victoria which doesn't make any sense because I am so different, right? Like I'm so different. I've grown so much. And that was just a person, like a person in time at that moment doing that thing. And I am a person in the present doing this thing right now. But in my mind, I meshed the two together because the emotion of feeling embarrassed or ashamed or guilty was so strong that I carried it with me. I just, I carried with it with me every single day and I couldn't let it go. I also think that comparing myself, especially back then to my friends or to people I knew, people who are just in my sight, you know, like my coworkers, whoever it was, I, I really thought that other people just had their shit together better than I did. And it was so unhealthy for me. It was so useless to to do Not only did I make myself feel bad, but it just made me have this like unrealistic standard of what quote unquote having your shit together even means because you can go to work, you can 
have a relationship. You can eat healthy, but you can also do all those things and not have your shit together. Right. And even I mean, right now, like your definition of having your shit together and my definition of having your shit together is it could be different. But at that time, I thought that doing the things in in a certain order or looking a certain way would mean that I had it together or would let people think that I had it together. And I'm sure I mean, I'm sure that's still the case for a lot of people. Right. Like if you can just be seeming like if you could just seem like you have your shit together, then like everyone else would believe it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's really being comfortable with yourself. When I think about it, when I look back and honestly, I'm still friends with a lot of my friends that I was in my early 20s. We all had our <laughs> we all had our shit. We all had our problems. They were so different. You know, we were battling such different battles and demons. And some of us just weren't dealing with it at all. And so it's coming up now, you know, and there's just no comparison because everyone's life is so different. Like from the beginning, from like birth up until present, like everyone's journey is so complex and so different that you cannot compare. So honestly, if you're in your early 20s or mid 20s and you're listening to this now and you think that so-and-so has it together and honestly, like in this day and age, like she has how many followers or she has, she's going on whatever vacation. You don't really know what's like going on with her. You know what I mean? Like you don't know what kind of trauma she's going through or trauma she's dealing with, or you don't know what the vacation really looks like, you know, like what reality is really like for her. So it's more so compassion and just understanding that everything's neutral because it doesn't have to be charged with positive or negative, right? Like it can really just be as simple as like, oh no, like that's what she's going through. Because not only was it like, was I comparing to be, to make myself feel bad, but sometimes I would compare to make myself feel good. Like I would, like if I was really feeling shitty, I would be like, oh, well, at least I'm not like that. (laughs) Which is in itself so disrespectful. Like, you know, and I'm sure people did that to me. People probably like, well, shit, at least I'm not out here getting drunk every single night like Victoria. And honestly, if you did, you're welcome. I'm glad I made you feel better. Just kidding. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's just, it's just, not productive in regards to bettering yourself and your mental health. I also think that the most important part of turning 30 for me has really been becoming separate from things that I identified with for so long. I feel like I'm separate from my mom's trauma. I do understand that it had an impact on me and how I view things and how I process things and whatever, but I'm aware of it. And I understand that it's just one of the many things in my life that is not completely me is what I mean. Cause I, for so long, I just took it all on. I took it on as it was my own and I lived as if I was honestly her or not trying to be her, you know, like so much. And it doesn't matter if you're living to not try to be somebody, you're still thinking of that person. So nowadays, of course, like I still I still get triggered and things like that, but it just affects me so much less because I know I'm a separate woman and I'm a separate being. You know, I'm just not I'm not just her child. I'm also other things, too. 
And I'm also separate from that 22 year old version of myself. Like that's not me, you know, like I'm not, I'm literally not living in that time right now. I'm living in the present. So to wake up in the morning and not think about a memory from eight years ago and instantly feel weird is amazing, you know? Um, to want to walk outside and not be fearful that I might run into somebody that probably remembers me for a different version of myself is amazing because I don't care, <laughs> you know, like I don't care what you might think. Cause, because honestly, like if I was sitting here and I was judging somebody from that time, like that's sad. Like why, like I need to do better things with my, with my time, <laughs> you know, and I am. So, and I also just think that like, I'm just separate from like the, those weird ass expectations I had um, that I put onto myself so long ago. I, I think that even up until I was like 25, I was like really beating myself up for not have done the things that I sh- quote unquote should have done. You know, like I, oh man, I should have gone to college. Oh man, I should have done this. Oh man, I, you know, I should have like really just stuck it out here. Um, I shouldn't have quit that job. and. There's just no should have because every single decision, every single experience has led me up to this moment right here today. So being should have doesn't make any sense. Like be saying should have doesn't even feel like it's normal. And I think it's like and I was talking to one of my therapists, um, honestly, yesterday about this. And she just like if, if we can think about the sequence of our lives like scientifically and not put morals into it. So it it makes sense on why things happen the way that they do. But when you're telling like a little kid, you're like, oh, you shouldn't have drawn on the wall. The kid's like, what? Like what? So it's almost like I, they don't understand why they should or shouldn't have. It's just, they're like, oh, I have a pen and this is a wall. So I'm just going to draw on the wall. Anyways, I don't want to get into that because it's going to get super confusing. But what I mean is it makes sense on why things happen the way they did. And it makes sense on where I am today. And I think that, you know, you know what? The, my, one of my favorite things to say before in my 20s was, I'm a grown ass woman. <laughs> I, I like, especially when, in, in arguments, I used to be like, I'm a grown ass woman. And I would say it so much. And I honestly think that I said it that much because I wanted to trick myself into believing that I was grown. And don't get me wrong. I feel like a lot of people think that being grown means that you take care of yourself. Dude, of course, anybody can go get a job and feed themselves. You know, I mean, not everybody. I don't want to be disrespectful, but you know what I mean? And I think that honestly, like I now I'm grown. Now I'm grown because grown means I'm separate. You know, I'm separate from the things that I attach myself to so much. The people, right? Like the experiences. I'm separate from that. I am an individual on my own. So I haven't said I'm a grown ass woman in a very long time, maybe in the past like year or two, (laughs) because I I can feel it. I, I know I'm grown now, but yeah, you know, what's so funny when I was like looking up what to name this episode, I was like something, something 30. And one of the searches that people search for is does turning 30 hurt? (laughs) Crack me up (laughs) because like people out here are really like wondering, man, is this, is this, is this the end, you know? But all in all, turning 30 does not hurt at all. And I really feel like I just closed a chapter. Like it feels like I can look back and be like, okay, like that all happened. I learned from that. And this is where I am today. 
And I, I don't know if it's because, you know, I consciously know I'm, I'm 30 now or if it's just all of like everything that's happened that's led up to this moment. And I just happen to be 30, you know, and I also think that when you have a kid, things change, you know, like having my like my baby when I was 29 and now being 30, it like re- kind of restarted things for me because I might be 30 years old, but I'm a brand new mom, you know? And he's a brand new life. Like I, I literally started, like I brought his life into this world and he has his entire life ahead of him and I'm going to be there for most of it. So it's not, it's not necessarily the end. It's kind of like the beginning for me. And this could have happened, you know, in my twenties or in my late thirties, whatever, but it happened now, which I think is great timing, at least for me, everyone's different, but it really just put like a perspective shift on how I'm seeing my life here on out, you know, like I'm not thinking, oh, this is the end. I'm honestly like really thinking this is the beginning. I know it sounds so corny, but I really do feel like feel like that. I really feel like, wow, like I'm actually in the present now. I'm not constantly living in anxiety or depression. I'm actually living my life now. So, yeah, that's my little my little speech on um, turning 30. And no, it does not hurt. <laughs> I really hope uh, you guys enjoyed this episode. It's always so good to talk to you guys and I will see you next week.